Welcome back to another episode. We have the Hoop Troop. We're down one man today. Uh, Tony's not with us. Uh, I do got to put a little disclaimer out and tell you all of our listeners our dedication. The Super Bowl is going on right now as we are uh, recording this. Tom got on and uh, used some adjectives to describe us as some of the only gentlemen recording a podcast during the Super Bowl. Yes. but uh, that's what we're that's what we're here for. We gotta get this out. We know that a lot of you guys are excited to um, hear where everything's kind of gonna fall in place. Our thoughts on some of those. We will get to some picks and predictions towards the end too. And so we're gonna have some fun. Yeah, the game's on. It's it's close. It's but uh, we might get some reaction on the pod as well. But we hope you enjoy it. And we'll uh, we'll get we'll jump right in. And got Adams back with us. Thankfully, we're excited. He, I think he heard uh, picks and predictions, and he said, I can't miss. And so, Adam, what's going on, my man? What's uh, what's up tonight? And like you said, Super Bowl's on. Um, watching uh, watching with, with the kids here and um, excited for where we're at in the basketball season, obviously. Uh, got some tournament games coming up. Got some um, – uh, got some announcements here in 3A, 4A, but I think, uh, you know, talking about this 1A, 2A, the brackets and substates and stuff like that is an exciting time um, and good to be good to be back with y'all. Excited for tonight. Absolutely. It's that time of the year here as we get into middle of February to really kind of starting to tighten some things down. Doug, what do you got for us? Hey, Welcome. before we Welcome. get started, Rihanna halftime show. What do we, yes, no, what, where, where are we judging now? My we daughter's loved it. No, I, I give it a thumbs up too, because you know, I, I'm I'm not a curmudgeon. My daughters were loving it. I I will say I'm happy when they're happy. I'll say you kind of forget, at least I forget, how many hits Brianna has, like as she was going through them. Um, and one thing comment I made to my wife when they're all mashed up though, they like all kind of sound the same. That was the other yeah. comment that I had. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah. these songs yeah. like all kind of have the same speed and rhythm to them but they were all good i will say it was hoping maybe a cameo from somebody that we didn't get um and my wife wasn't impressed with the amount of lip singing is what i is what she said so tommy that was probably your playlist basically wasn't it yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even know i changed laundry what was everybody's favorite prop bet of the day any anybody anybody like a prop bet? Any any? It was it was tails. It was tails. I don't know if the I anthem was over or under. Did anybody know about the anthem? Because I don't. It, I, I don't know. It had to have been over whatever the time was. was long Chris, yeah. Chris came out. He was dragging those things on. So there had to been an over on the anthem. I don't know what the time was. I saw I, I saw somebody cash in. Uh, I say I saw somebody cash in on um one of the field goal kickers would hit the post on a field goal in in the game and that was the very first one i i I think i saw it was plus 550 or something so uh, that's a good win well i woke up to my phone buzzing at about i don't know 7 45 this morning saying get in on it there's a prop patrick mahomes first rush over three and a half yards and because he's hurt they never let him quarterback sneak so i tossed a little on that and this first rush was like nine yards so there you go. I made me pretty happy. So you're buying. Thank you, Brian Love. <laughs> That's a good one. That's uh, those are always fun to uh, to jump on, and sometimes a lot more fun than the normal lines. So right, right, right. Well, good. Let's jump into uh, what we saw this past week. It was a crazy one. Um, Tuesday, everybody was anxious. Uh, waiting, waiting for, or Monday, sorry, Monday, everyone was anxious waiting for substates to come out. So that was a lot of fun. And then uh, games Monday, Tuesday, 
as usual. And then Friday. So there was a lot happening throughout the state, a lot of games going on with uh, quite a bit of meaning behind a lot of them, too. And even if it uh, doesn't impact the, the ratings as much, maybe it is a measuring stick of sorts. Come to mind, West Moines Valley had a huge week as far as trying to figure out where are they at in the scheme of things, along with many other teams. And so let's uh, let's break this down a little bit and uh, tell me what you guys saw this week that jumped out, that came to mind. And I'm going to, Tom, I'm going to go your way. I, I almost right. went Doug because he's in the first position again because he's always the first one on, but we're going to mix it up. Tom, what, what do we have uh, up, up your way that you uh, really like that jumped out this week? Well, I don't know if it jumped out, but uh, it was a critical week for my healing crusaders uh, because they were sitting at nine, you know, and the, the magic number was get into that eight. Uh, they had two big games and uh, really, uh, you know, that unity Christian on Thursday, uh, unity Christian came in and uh, healing got about a, uh, you know, 18 point win, but it wasn't, I, I was, it wasn't really an impressive 18 point win. I think they were looking ahead at the bigger, maybe the bigger game Friday night down at Abraham Lincoln. And I uh, went down there, and that was a physical, physical game that the, my Crusaders just could not match the physical strength of Abraham Lincoln. Uh, and so they didn't really uh, do what they needed to do this week, I don't think. Uh, but I will say the game of the week up here, Sioux Central, Newell Fonda on Tuesday night. Sioux Central's undefeated. They clipped Newell Fonda 91 to 85. But the highlight of that game, Jacob Hargens, the state's leading scorer, went for 53. Ooh, wow. And 18 to 26 field goals, 17 to 22 from the line. He's going to, he's about 6'4", I guess, really athletic, strong kid, uses both hands. Uh, he's going to Dort next year, but uh, 53 points, that's that's a, that's a night. That Ooh. is a night. That's getting them up there. and That's impressive. Well, and yeah. even just, what did you say, 90, what was the score? 91-85. Yeah, that's a lot of points on on both ends. That's a lot of points. It's a lot of points in a in a tight game because you can imagine Newell Fonda was trying to stop him every time down court and wasn't having much success. Well, good, uh, Doug. Let's head your way. What did uh, what did you see this week? Well, first of all, let's let's start with uh, the the fundraiser. I'm, I mean, how did these desserts come out? Well, how was that on on Friday? Let's start there, and we can work backwards a little bit. Well, how was the how were the treats? Uh, it was awesome. Um, they had it's a fundraiser where they have probably. 50 to 60 different desserts and pies and cheesecakes. And there was probably two, close to probably 200 people there. And they end up raising over $70,000 for this wow. organization, which, which was unbelievable. So that was, that was super cool. Um, like I said, last week, they have two homes um, here in town and the homes are for just for adults with special needs. So you have to be 18 years or older. And um, my daughter was one of them that was chosen to be a, a part of it. Um, so it was super cool, super emotional um, night for, for us. Um, but yeah, they raised over 70K, which was super cool. That's awesome. That is really great. That is big time. So good for yeah. them. And hopefully uh, hopefully that's something that they can continue to keep doing and keep raising. I know we tweeted out the link. We'll do it again too, but opportunity to donate and help uh, as they continue on that mission. And so best of luck for them moving forward. That would be uh, a, definitely a good thing for a lot of families. Yeah, it's something that um, it's there's a huge need everywhere and not just Pella, but in every single town, just just families that have kids or, you know, that turns into adults uh, with with special needs. Just there's just a need for a place for them to go. And so we're, we're extremely grateful for Forward with Faith and kind of what they've done here. And like I said, it was started by just a local family that had a, um, an adult with special needs and they were trying to figure out what to do with them. So. Um, yeah, super cool. Forward with Faith is the name of the organization. That's great. What about on the hardwood? What did you see? I know your hands were full Friday, but you always got your pulse on what's going on. So what, uh, what was some of the stuff that you saw last week that kind of jumped out to you? Yeah, I guess probably highlight for me was Monday, seeing the 1A and 2A brackets. And I applaud the association and the committee, you guys, for what you guys did. Um, and I thought it was so cool that they had the top eight in the rankings. Everybody got their own bracket. So I think that was, and I think the coaches, I'm sure, and fans were just appreciative of it and just kind of where it went. So that was, I think that was definitely my highlight Monday. I think I hit refresh on my, on my browser, probably no less than a hundred times that day, <laughs> trying to figure out when they were coming out. 
Yeah, that was that was fun. I know everybody was kind of sitting a little bit on pins and needles trying to wait to see where that came out from not only 1A and 2A, but I think the whole state because they wanted to figure out how this committee, everything was going to come together because it kind of feels like, okay, now we know what to maybe expect a little bit more with 3A and 4A. Next year, we need to have a rollout show. We need to have something instead of the, is it 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 3.30, 4 all of a sudden it's 4.30. It's like, when is this coming up? Why not have a rollout show? You know, and then we have it. It's whatever the time is and it's sponsored by somebody and you have, maybe it's Facebook Live or whatever, whatever it is. But I think this can turn into something bigger. I think we could do, they could give us all the information and we could do the podcast and we could tell everybody exactly what time it's going to release at, you know, 2.30. You can... Tune into Shooter Touch Hoop Troop and you'll get your parents and we can go down and they can listen to the episode and then we can push everything out at 3.30 on the internet and we're, everyone's ready to go. So if you want to catch catch the early beat on it, listen to the Hoop Troop. Sponsored by the Hoop Troop. There you go. That would be, uh, that, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. We would definitely do that. So, well, good. That's awesome, Doug. That uh, is great. Again, awesome on that fundraiser on Friday and Look forward to continuing following with that journey. Chris, what do you got? What did you see this week uh, that stood out to you? Yeah, I echo uh, Doug's sentiments there. Monday was really an exciting day just because, you know, you kind of wanted to see how that was going. And then uh, just a fun week of basketball. Tuesday, uh, I got to watch Norwalk and Newton. Norwalk's really playing really well. You know, and Newton came back and, and beat a really good 2A Van Meter team on Thursday. A couple couple uh, just uh, area great games, Valley and Waukee. Really was a great game, and quite a shame that uh, Stinson ended up getting hurt on Friday, uh, which I think dampened that that Saturday game. Obviously, Valley had a really tough week, but I think they did more than enough. Uh, the Chiefs are returning the punt for a potential touch. Um, sorry, I had to say it. Uh, so some of you guys, when you watch, you'll know exactly where we were at in time when we were talking. Um, but I think Valley did more than enough to, to secure their their spot in the top eight and stay away from Waukee and Northwest and, and even the little Hawkeye schools that are ranked right now. Uh, Valley's got a really nice team. So I enjoyed watching them in Waukee um, on, on stream. And then a couple of little Hawkeye games that were really interesting to me and kind of going to lead in like to a two-way team that I think is playing really well. Uh, Pell Christian, without their two leading scorers, um, gave Indianola all that they could handle. And so um, Indianola ended up winning that game by three. But Pell uh, Christian, J.D., uh, it really has those guys playing well right now. And then uh, I want to give a shout-out to a girls' game. Um, Friday night, DCG and Pella. Two guys I think the world of as coaches, um, Adam Jones and Blaine Forsythe. We've talked about a little bit on here. But they had an absolute dogfight, which you might be seeing in the state semifinals or some down the road. I don't know where it'll all get impacted. But um, Pella actually had the lead. And Doug, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think Pella had the lead with about two minutes to go. And then uh, DCG ended the game on an 11-0 run and, and got the win. But, uh, you know, uh, those are those are two teams on the girls' side in, in 4A that I think uh, really have a chance at a title in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good battle and a good game and a, a good season, obviously, for DCG. Uh, that's a three-peat for them now on that little Hawkeye conference and uh, obviously defending champs, too. So it's an opportunity to go back-to-back here on uh, state championship. So it'll be interesting to see what they're able to do here in the next couple of weeks, if they're able to secure that um, or not. But that is a good program um, and a good team over there, too. So that was that was a good win for them on on Friday night. Adam, what do you what do you see? What do you got for us? Yeah, a couple things from me. Um, uh, number one would be my my boys from AP, Appleton Parkersburg, had a big week. Um, yeah. They played Grandview Christian on Tuesday, I believe, Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the game, but uh, from talking to a couple coaches, a couple people around the area, they had a lead for most of the game, then ended up going, I think, three or four for 18 in the fourth quarter um, and ended up losing by three or four. Um, and then they they uh, they played Charles City, I believe, later in the week, and they beat them by 13 or 14 um, as well. So big win for them, you know, getting into the 
um, this upcoming week with uh, substates and tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, you know, always good to go in, into those with a win. And then number two uh, would be Cedar Rapids Kennedy. You know, they came here. We talked mm -hmm. about Valley a little bit. They came here to play Valley um, and snuck out of there with a the win. And, you know, John McCowan, the head coach there, has uh, has the Cougars playing well. They got a really good team with some with a couple really good guards um, and a good team around them. So, um, yeah, cool to see those, uh, you know, obviously those games. I know a couple of the coaches on those staffs and a couple of those kids and their dads and stuff like that, too. So um, awesome for those two schools. And, uh, you know, like I said, kind of moving into the tournaments. Those are our big wins to get some confidence going as well. Um, how fun is 4A with the, the big dogs right now? I mean, because mm -hmm. all of the big guys are playing really well. And really so well. Um, it is going to be just a dogfight to get that title. Well, and even, too, I was going to say with Valley on Saturday against Kennedy, you know, Stinson was out, and I think they took the lead in the fourth. And so yeah. they, they had an opportunity. They were there um, without one of their best players, but then it sounded like guard play kind of took over, and um, Kennedy kind of closed things out there in the fourth quarter. But – yeah, they're they're right there. I think we talked about it already on the pod. It feels like Valley's like a year early, and so mm -hmm. they're just kind of playing with house money, and so it kind of it's got a little bit of Ankeny Ankeny vibes back in '19, was it when they just kind yep. of caught fire and like I don't care who we're playing, you know? Wait, no, that's 2020. 20 when they beat. Yeah, beat Waukee. Yeah, that was it. That was quite the run. So, uh, just a couple other things that I'll mention uh, that I guess didn't come up. Clear Lake had a big week, uh, beat Humboldt, and then turned around and beat Webster City on Friday. Uh, and so they're playing really well. That'll, that'll be a big one. Buke Sr. beat uh, Cedar Falls. Kind of wish Tony was with me to kind of break a little bit of that down because I don't know much about either one of those teams. But I know seniors come up on the pod a couple times and as a head scratcher because they'll beat somebody and then lose at somebody. And so that, uh, that was a good win for them over Cedar Falls. Des Moines Lincoln beat Roosevelt as well. I believe that was on Friday. And so uh, Lincoln down there, they got, I think they're sitting about 500. I think they're 10 and 10 uh, down there, but good to see those guys continue to compete and continue to battle. They're uh, doing some nice things. So I'll be anxious to see kind of if they can sneak out a winner in the postseason and uh, how the future holds for them. Um, then Urbandale uh, went and beat Dowling as well and so i was a little bit surprised by that that's a good win for them uh to go to dowling and whenever you can win at dowling that's a good one and then i think i had oh rolling story had a nice one over grundy center was the other note yeah. that i had that rolling story team uh pretty good and so that was a that was a nice win for them and so yeah a lot going on a lot of a, a lot of fun uh, a lot of good, like I said, more than anything, uh, measuring games to see kind of where you're at here as you move into postseason play, how you things stack up. And so it's going to be it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely, definitely looking forward to it. Doug, I'm going to put you on the spot because we're a little bit off schedule here. But uh, who's your 3A, 3A <laughs> champion? I got to stick with my Blue Jays. They actually had a, had a good week. They, they went 2-0. They beat... Knoxville, I think they beat Knoxville by 30. Yeah, they whooped Knoxville. They yeah. whooped them turbo clock there, which I'm starting to like this turbo clock. Uh, they got 39, Doug. And then uh, they beat uh, North Polk, I think, right? Yeah. Pretty pretty easily by 10, 15, something like that. So um, they have actually a big week coming up. They play Newton on Tuesday and then Indianola on Thursday. So we're really going to find out where they're at. But the the brackets will be out by then, so I don't know. We'll, we'll kind of see, uh, but they uh, they have a big week coming up. But I'm going to stick with my Blue Jays until uh, until something happens. Till till further notice. Saying I know. Rant. I don't know if you guys heard that. I, I'm pretty sure against Knoxville, Colby Collison had uh, 39 too. So he's he's really had a nice year for them. They, their whole team has, you know, they just keep winning. And you know, I know they've had a couple kind of games where you're like, ah, they should beat teams by more than that, but when you go through a slate undefeated, I don't care what you're, you're doing something right. And, uh, and, uh, Colby Collison's really a great player leading the way. Yeah, that's big. I will be anxious to see how this uh, week shakes out for him too. And then once pairings come out as well, to see what those matchups look like. So they've got things going. So it'll be anxious to see what they do. All right, Tom, this week, what are you excited about? What are you looking forward to? What do you have circled on your calendar up that way? Well, I'm most excited to just to see the brackets come out tomorrow, obviously, um, 3A, 4A up here to see what uh, 
you know, how creative did the state get after, you know, with these top eight and how, how everything panned out, especially after having been involved all year. And then uh, really the only game of interest for me this week, other than tournament games, is uh, Omaha Scott comes to town on Tuesday. Uh, they come up to play Helan. They're uh, arguably one of the top two or three teams in the state in Nebraska. So I'm interested to watch them play a little bit um, and then really just get get tournament time kicked off. Yeah, let's get uh, let's get going. Let's get into this. Let's start uh, having these games that really start yeah. to matter and really start to mean mm-hmm. something. Doug, what about you? What are you uh, anxious for this week? Uh, I think I'm going to head up to Newton. Uh, if my wife is it okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear. I gonna... <laughs> Mom, meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf. <laughs> She said it was okay. I could go up to Newton on Tuesday That's to watch awesome. uh, my, my my Blue Jays. So, and I might actually uh, try to catch them play Indianola on Thursday. We'll see how the week goes, though. That'll be uh, that'll be fun. We can't wait to to catch the report on that one. Now that you got permission, or able to go, yep. the thumbs up. It's got the thumbs up on that one, Larson. What about you? What are what are you excited about? Ah, I got a lot of fun. I, I agree with Tom. You know, Monday's going to be great just to get that that excitement in the air. I'm actually, Monday, I am heading to Nottoway Valley to watch I-35 in Nottoway Valley. A uh, buddy of mine and the old assistant coach, one of my old assistant coaches, um, is now working uh, as an assistant at I-35, and I just want to get down there. Plus, I just love tournament games. You know, I mean, if you got a reason to go to a tournament game, and this is one of these early rounds, um, both, you know, teams have had, I'd say average years, you know, but so I'm going to start off down there. Um, but that's the fun, I think, is just a breath of fresh air when you get back into the tournament. Right. Because uh, uh, everybody has a little new lease on life. And so it's fun to get to see games. Uh, Tuesday, Valentine's Day, Doug, don't forget, um, get your wife a card. I, too, I'm sending my wife. She's going to some show at the Civic Center. So I'm going to go broadcast the Norwalk and ADM game. Um but then Thursday, I'm really looking forward to Norwalk goes to Dowling. Holy smokes. Um, Thursday, Norwalk goes to Dowling. And um, I'm kind of really curious to see that game as, as we get ready for tournament time. And then the, the other little Hawkeye games that Doug was talking about, I think, are also really intriguing. Um, you know, with Bondurant playing both New Indian. Yeah, those will be good ones. As I mentioned, too, I'll be anxious to see what you think with uh norwalk heading up to dowling and you know where they're at just you know it's a it's a matchup of more just the environment and figuring out game plan and executing can you it's it's good preparation for the postseason that's for sure so that'll be a good psyche too you know yeah oh absolutely that'll be that'll be fun um adam what about what about you what uh what are you looking forward to this week yeah, you know, really looking forward to uh, the, the, I guess, 3A, 4A substates coming out, rankings coming out. Um, you know, not so much maybe in the top, maybe seven or eight, but uh, out, outside of that, you know, we talked about it a little bit off air, but, you know, where they put everybody, whose substate they're in and stuff like that. And then my North Pole comments, they go to uh, they go to Grimes and take on um, our buddy mm-hmm. Coach Rankin up there for a big game for North Polk. Um, you had a had a few games that they that they let slide here in the last two or three weeks. So, um you know, obviously, as I mentioned before, good to get a win before you start uh, the games that really matter. And so excited about those two things uh, upcoming. Awesome. That'll be good. It definitely uh, feels like the highlight is obviously what's going to happen with 3 and 4A. It just gives us a, takes a little bit of that uncertainty out of the air. Everybody kind of knows what's in front of them and what they got to do to get where uh, they want to go. And so that uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And I think, uh, too, for me, a little bit of my highlight would be looking on the girls side and as they are starting on tournament play. You start to find out a few more of those answers as their games uh, this week will start it even actually on Saturday. Um, and now moving into this week will determine where things shake out. And so, you know, especially in, in the, the, the bigger classes on the 5A side, letting some of those teams who's who's going to win and who you're going to match up with. And like I said, just knowing it's it's always nice to know who your opponent is going to be on the other side. And so sitting waiting on, on some of those uh, will be fun to watch and see where everything shakes out. So the teams are able to start to find pairings and figure out what this path looks like um, as the girls prepare for their <laughs> state run. And so with that, uh, let's move to, before we get to picks and predictions, we need a shout out, Tom, 
you oh, got a uh, you got a shout out this week? I had a couple, but I'm, I'm I, I narrowed it down to one, and uh, well, one and a half because okay. I got to honor I got to honor the guy. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, Mike Langle, head coach at Lamar's Galen. Uh, Mike's been up there 26 years, 18 as a head coach. Super guy, just a super guy. Uh, 270 wins. You know, unfortunately, he is, there's still time. But he's never been to a state tournament. He's been one of those guys that he's always been in that tough, you know, uh, area up there where it's just, you know, whether, back when it was Boyden Hall, 1A or whoever, it was just hard to get to the state tournament. But he's retiring at the end of this year. So shout out to Mike, but also Kylie Yates. Uh, if anyone knows Kylie, uh, Kylie, uh, you know, made, paid uh, special recognition to Mike last week when the South O'Brien and uh, Lamar's Galen met up at South O'Brien and, you know, to go on the road and get special recognition is kind of cool. So uh, shout out to Mike Langle, but also my, my man, Kylie Yates, who's, who's uh, one of the, the good guys in the business. Like that. Those are those two good shout outs to those guys. And hopefully they, they hear this. And if not, uh, please tell them when you guys see them, who's ever listening. And so, Let's save Uncle Larson. We'll save that for the end. We'll, uh, as we normally do, we'll close out the episode with it. So hopefully you got something that uh, is going to really. Oh, I got something. Hey, really... uh, Tom, I wanted to ask you, though. I just saw this weekend on Twitter, um, Coach uh, Vanderloo Raz uh, nominated for a National Hall, National Foundation, like High School Hall of Fame. I have That's... no idea. That's what I read on Twitter. He was the boys basketball nominee. So, uh is that fake? Well, we'll have to dig into that one a little bit. <laughs> is that fake? What'd you say? Fake, fake news? <laughs> I just fake. I just tee him up. I'm like the setter here. I just set him up for you. You spike it down. That that uh, that nomination probably had to come from the Sioux City Journal, right? Is that <laughs> exactly? Or the I maybe the Iowa High School Athletic Association. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Where's that at? Boone, right? Straight out of Boone. Uh, not, the, not the folks in Des Moines, the fo- yeah. folks in Boone. So that's good. Well, that we'll get Chris look into that. We'll see if we can uh, get to the bottom of yeah, that. Yeah, I'm trying to find where I saw it. See who, see yeah. who he's up we'll against. A little more investigating. There you go. There you go. Well, good. With that, uh, let's let's slide into one A. So we uh, we're gonna take a look at one A here. Go go through this a little bit. Make some some picks and predictions that we, we kind of talked a little bit about this. We want to dive into a few of these sub-states um, and see with the way that the rankings work out and the amazing job that the association did, as we already talked about earlier, getting the top eight in uh, their own sub-state. It makes the brackets look a little bit different as far as having a, a one or two off where it's like, oh, geez, I mean, any, anything, now anything could still happen, but it's just, the the chances are tilted slightly in these teams favors which is great they've earned it all throughout the year and playing well and winning the games and so this will be a lot of fun to take a look at but uh so fellas as we go through this uh let's just start at the top so we have substate one um which remsen st mary's is the top seed in that one any surprises you guys see coming out of substate one newell fonda you like newell huh tom I, well, I, I think it's going to be Remsen and Newell in, the, in that that last game. And uh, uh, it just wouldn't surprise me. I, I think that they're playing good basketball. Like I said last week, six-point loss to, to Central. So, yeah, that's uh, – that's that's you, you asked for a, an upset. If that's an upset, that's the one I'm calling. That's good. Yeah, that's uh, – obviously, I have, have the ability – when you have the ability to score like that, um, like they do, ne- never know what could happen. And, and with Remsen – Obviously, they're tested. They've continually find themselves down here in Des Moines, too, and so they'll be ready. But uh, that's a good one to highlight. So, Newell Fonda. Anybody else in Substate 1 that anyone's got highlighted? Remsen. Remsen. All right. What about if we, if we move to Substate 2? Uh, Dunkerton, top seed in that one, having a really nice season over there. Uh, any surprises? or anybody looking for anything in Substate 2? On the sheet, it kind of looks like it's a slam dunk. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> a slam dunkerton? A slam. I mean, we, now we got I was, jokes on here. I mean, what's going on? 
it's getting late. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say I haven't watched I haven't watched many of these teams, but just just by looking at their records, it doesn't doesn't look like they uh, it doesn't look like many of them can compete with the yeah. Raiders up at Dunkerton. Yeah, and Dunkerton's had a, had some nice wins and uh, been playing really well too. So that will be yeah, that'll be interesting to see if anybody can uh, can give them a little test. Hopefully, I mean they're gonna want that before they have to get down here. So keep an eye there. Substate two, we have Dunker Ten. Substate three, do we need to spend any time on Northland? Any surprise? Are you gonna post on Twitter Doug's bracket that he put out? We yeah, we can definitely. <laughs> no, we can, we don't can, do that. <laughs> don't do that. We can, we can send Those out for internal purposes only. <laughs> internal only on that one. So no no surprises in three with there with uh, Northland. That's a. Uh, that's it's tough that uh i I get it they're just they're just uh the real deal so they're they got big things in mind all right moving to four sub sub state four any surprises in four that's the one with waco at the top we don't have our eastern iowa guy on here what about marquette catholic anything is that something to keep an eye on you got something chris that you're kind of yeah that's who we're going with so okay, Bellevue. Okay, yep. And then because Bellevue's right. also in that, Bellevue's in that one too, right? Oh, so you have Marquette Catholic and you have Bellevue. It's also in there. And also in there. Mm-hmm. I and Waco. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because I saw that too. I didn't know what Bellevue was bringing back from. Uh, obviously, they're sixteen and five um, from last year in the run that they went on, and then um, uh, Marquette is in there at 19 and three. So it feels like, you know, those two teams who whichever one comes out of the bottom of that, then to, to meet up with, meet up with probably Waco who would have to take down mm, Winfield Mount union or Notre Dame probably. Yeah. I was going to say, what about Burlington Notre Dame? I wonder if their losses are to those ranked teams in that those area. Bigger team. Yeah. That's feel, feel Looks a, like a pretty good bracket there. That, that New, was, New, New London's not bad either, actually. They got a kid yeah. that's probably a D2 oh, yeah, kid. Yeah, D2 kid. And one of the kids going to Oklahoma State for high jump, I think. Oh, okay. So they got a couple athletes there. So you never know. Yeah, that was the one. Again, it would be nice to kind of know Tony would know these teams a little bit better than us over there on the eastern side. But that was the one that going through those substates that I was like, okay. This maybe is not a layup for anybody. And so keep an eye on Substate 4 as we see what uh, shakes out with that one. And then moving to 5, as we look at Substate 5, this is the one with your Baxter Bolts, Doug. Can they do Let's it? Go. Yeah, this Baxter Bolts. This is looking at it. I was just looking at it the other day. This is probably the most competitive because you have Baxter who won the Iowa Star. You got Mount Air in there. They won the Pride of Iowa. Madrid's in there. They won the West Central. And then Moravia won the Bluegrass. You have four teams that all won their conference. And then you have Montezuma's also in there. So that's going to be super competitive. When you get down to four, probably after the second round, it's you're going to have good games all around there. Let's also uh, give credit to the association, though. I, what I saw in Central Iowa with those teams is they were giving those four teams all a great chance. And they're saying, hey, we don't know for sure which of you four teams is the best, but we're not going to just randomly pick one of you to put with uh, Grandview Christian. And I thought that was just a really great job of making up the brackets for, for fairness, because we can all sit and say everyone's trying to win a state title, but really making the state tournament is the golden egg, right? I mean, making the tournament, I would say, is the golden egg. And then there's a few teams that, set their sights a little bit higher, I would say, and are in it to win it. But uh, for a lot of teams, they just want to get there and go to Wells Fargo, get the T-shirts, get the experience. So I thought it was a really nice job by them to put all four of those in the same one and be like, all right, go go play it out and see which one of you can earn it. Yeah, that is a good point, too, when you look at that. Because, you know, Doug, to your point, you look at all these conference winners and you're like, geez, all in the same bracket. But, you know, go and win. And you don't have you know, you don't have one of those top two dogs in your, in your region. You have an opportunity to get down to state. 
Doug, do you seventeen one and one? What's the deal with Baxter? How do we get a tie? Do you know the story behind this? You know, I don't know. I saw that today. I'm not sure what that I have. Uh, Give me a second here. I have I have a tie zero zero with Meskwaki Settlement on January twenty fourth. Not sure why though. So they. I wonder this. I wonder the same didn't thing. Play and then gave him a tie. That's interesting. Yeah. As opposed to a well, as, a, as opposed to a no game. Well, yeah, they, they played them on December 13th, and it, the score was 101 to 6. E. So <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming it was probably a forfeit. Maybe a tie for that? Yeah. Well, wow. it says on unbound, it says forfeited by Meskwaki, but I don't know why they would get a tie. Yeah. So that's... I'm guessing the state just took that into consideration, you know. Right. Interesting. All right. Well, let's move to move to six. So that's the one with uh, Gladbrook Rhinebeck as the the top seed in that one. Any surprises? Anybody to keep an eye on in six? Well, it's kind of Doug's area, but Linville Sully, I think, has a pretty nice team. You know, I I think they've only lost a couple times. Um, I still was picking Gladbrook, but I thought, you know, that Substate game would be a great matchup with them and Lin- Linville. That's who I'll take, Linville Sully. Linville Sully. What about Kyoto? What's the deal there? They're 19 and three. Anything on them? I don't know anything on them. You know, North Mahaska is actually in there too. And they have, they went to state basically with this same group last year. So okay. they will give anybody a challenge too. So North Mahaska, Linville Sully, um, who knows, you know, Gladbrook, probably any of those three, four teams could come out of there. Kyoto. Good. That'll be a fun six. Six would be a good one to watch too. Let's move to seven. Any surprises here with uh, Chris Larson Christian, uh, 20 and 0, including some 3A wins and you name them, they'll play them. Any, anybody, who do we got? Who do we got? I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say no one's within 20 of Grandview in this substance. Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Ankeny Christ, Christian. Nope. Uh, Not within 20. ACGC. Yeah, ACGC is in that one. Anthony Christian yeah. said them. Lennox? Yeah, no. I don't know. That's no. it. ACGC right. might be the closest. All right. Let's go to eight. Substate eight. Taking a look at this one. This is one that has this is a good West, one. West Harrison. Um, is the top seed in there. East, uh, East Mills, maybe. Okay. East Mills is surprised 19 and I three. Just, I just don't know who, who they played. What about Bedford? You know anything on Bedford down there? No, I was just looking. I thought, well, East Mills, I, th- I think West Harrison is pretty darn good. I think they are too. Yeah. But if I think it'll be them, them and East Mills in the uh, in the game for state. Looks like uh, Boyer Valley beat uh, old Whiting 86 to 29 to uh, advance to the first round to draw a nice matchup with West Harrison. So we'll see. <laughs> Whiting, got to give a shout out to Whiting. Isn't that the old uh, home of Lee Nelson there? It, it is. Lee Nelson, uh, head coach, business, everything teacher, AD, um, probably janitor. And what if he stuck around another <laughs> year, might have got to superintendent? I don't know. I just I <laughs> leave that up in the air there. But perfect. Well, then, so that wraps up our eight substates in class 1A. It feels like, as we mentioned, a little bit of a, a an opportunity to get to state, see where things shake out. Um, and then, I don't know, it feels like a little bit of a wait and see uh, Northland versus Chris Ooh. Larson Christian in the final of that one. And then, you know, who knows? Obviously, those two teams have matched up as, as well as a lot of these other ones. But uh, you never know. We've seen some crazy things. You get down, everybody knows you get down in the state tournament and, and things get a little weird. Things get different. You're off your routine, whatever it might be. And so you can hang around and give yourself an opportunity in the fourth quarter. You never know what can happen. And we're all rooting for that because we like good and fun basketball. So we'll see what happens there in 1A. And with that, let's move to 2A. Uh, let's take a look at these substates here quickly. So we're going to 2A. Try to pull this up here. Let's start at the top. Tom, Substate One, Substate One, uh, Western Christian, Western, top seed. Western, Western Christian's <laughs> top seed. I got West Lion as my upset here. They're going to state. 
West Lion. So hey, West Lion gave Central Lion their only loss of the year. Yeah, that uh did Western play either one of those two? No. West Western just beat Sioux Falls Christian the other night by 20. But they also number number two ranked team in South Dakota. They've also lost a T. Yeah. T area by 20, and they've also lost to DV by 20. They also lost to Healand by 15. Okay. Western, so Western, Western lost to Healand? Yeah, early in the season. Oh, earlier in the season. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I think West Lion, I think that's, that's going to be that. That's, you got to pick an upset. You can't just go with the, the easy ones. I hear you. you so West Lion 16 and four. You know anything about those? It, it got a bad, just good loss. Yeah, tough football kids. You know they're they're just they're tough kids. Uh, and so yeah, that's I'm I'm picking that one. You, the I rest like of you guys, I mean, it's going to be those two to go to state, and uh, that's my upset. I'm, I probably got to stay true to form and take uh, Western Christian on Western Christian, Western um, <laughs> Sub State two Sioux Sub State. Yep. So Sioux Central is the top in uh, in two. They're going to state. <laughs> got Kemper okay, Tom. I I picked O A B C I G. Just you were talking me up with the athleticism that they have. Well, they got some athletes, but I don't not know. enough. I just don't. I I don't know. I guess we'll see. I just think Sioux Central's on a mission, and they got Hargens. You know, he just scored fifty three the other night. Yeah, good point. A, good point. He's a tough matchup for teams at that level. He's a uh-huh. tough matchup. I, I mean, he's kind of he he'd be a tough matchup for any team in the state. Yeah, I'll go with Kemper here. <laughs> wow, okay. they have okay. I got some inside information today. They got their big kid back, DJ Venami. He's their their inside force. He didn't play against Harlan the other night. They held him out, but he will be back for tournament time. So I'll take Kemper there. They got a tough because who would they have to beat on the bottom of that one too? Oh, that is where OAB CIG. The Falcons Kemper plays all three A's all year long. These teams yeah. play one A's, one A's yeah. and two A's. So that sounds like a homer right there. One to keep an eye on there and sub state two. I like it. All right, let's move uh sub state three. That's rolling stories, sub state. Anybody to keep an eye on Grundy centers in that one? What do we think? Anybody got anybody going? Against I like them? Rolling Story. We talked about them at the beginning of the year, and uh, other than their loss to Grandview Christian, they have rolled this whole year. They have. They've they've played. Uh, they played really well. They didn't I mention it because they played Grundy Center just on right on Friday. Was it a one point right. win? I believe two. Yep, one or it two. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Grundy's the only team that can. That can compete with them in that in that one now yeah, that'll be yep. that'll be fun then if i mean if we can get grundy and rolling story to a one or two point game to go to state that'd be a lot of fun uh to see what shakes out with that grundy center sitting there at 16 and 5 and so uh good that uh that's sub state three let's move to four and four is the one that belongs to lake mills sitting there at 21 and oh Anybody in four? We got Beckman Catholic in four as well. MFL, twenty-one and one. Yep. Who do? What do you think? Is someone not taking Lake Mills in this one? I still took Lake Mills. (laughs) I got Lake Mills. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Just MFL? Yeah. All right, Lake Mills. Yeah, Lake Mills. Okay, well, there we go. Easy enough. Um, on four, you know, I think though, rather quietly, Lake Mills has put together what a five, six year run of really, really good basketball teams and coming in, kind of dominating their area. And 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 last year they gave Grandview Christian a really good game, if I remember. Is that correct? Yep. Does anybody remember or no? Yeah, wasn't sure. that? I believe. Yeah, they that was them. They did that. It was close. They were they had, and yeah yeah so, so that, and i agree i mean they have pretty much taken over that part of the state uh from, uh-huh. from that side of things and just 
just really kind of tough kids that love to play and uh, won a lot of games and now have a lot of experience too. So tough to pick against, tough to pick against like Mills there in four. All right, let's let's uh, move to five. Adam, anybody in five going to be able to beat AP? No, I don't. I don't think so. Six, um, right? Or is this six? This is no. This is Substate five. AP is five. five. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's five. Oh, okay. It's five. Um, and again, with with uh, teams in this in the Substate, I've seen a couple play that can't compete with AP. Um, I think is is oh. is Monticello in there as well. Monticello's in there. Alburnett's in there too. Um, Alburnett just had a good win, right? They beat Gladborough Crimebeck on, um, yeah, on Friday. I, I, I will say that AP typically has a tough time playing Jessup, um, yeah. and for whatever reason. But uh, so that's you know out, out outside of Monticello, maybe you know because I haven't <laughs> watched them play, but um, maybe sneaky sneaky Jessup getting past AP. But I got it. I got AP in that in that one. I was texting with Coach Thomas last week, and uh, you know, I think he really liked the the way the, the they're doing the districts, obviously. But he was also like, "Man, it's a gauntlet for him." I, I think all four of those teams, Jessup, Alburnett, and Monticello, you know, make your heart flutter a little bit if you're sitting there at Wednesday. But uh, that's how it should be. Got to go learn it. Well, I think Tony would know more about this, but I think Monticello had a bunch of guys hurt throughout the year. And I think now they got everybody back. So he would know yeah. more about those teams because he's seen them, I think, multiple times. But I think I'm going to go with Monticello there. Ooh, done. I like it. Okay. Going out on them a little bit there um, in, in five for us. Good. All right, let's move to six. So we move to sub-state six, West Burlington's. Um, got the top seed in this one. Who do we got? Uh, ooh, Wilton's in this one. Pella Christian's in Pella this Christian. one. Yeah, what do we got? Anybody got some upsets in six? I don't think I'm being a homer, but I'm, I'm going Pella Christian here. Um, they have been playing really good basketball. You know, uh, without a couple of their better players, they took a, a ranked 4A team to to the brink of, of a defeat and uh, – I don't know. I think I think they're gonna they're gonna come out of this district very battle tested and uh, get get to the state tournament like they do several years, you know, with a little bit inferior record. They they play looks like they'll play Wilton second round, and for some reason, Wilton is the higher seed, so they'll have to go back. They played them earlier in the year and they beat them at their place. Now they're gonna have to go back to Wilton again to beat them. So yeah, that that will be a tough game. Um, and I think if they can get by them, I think then they'll play West Burlington. I think they'll beat West Burlington. So fly Eagles fly. Oh, wow. <laughs> if anybody wants to know this Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. So again, saying. if you, if you like keeping a time frame of where we're at in life, as we talk, <laughs> I shut it off a half hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know. No, you didn't. It was too Swear close. To God. Swear to God. <laughs> Man, that's uh, the Eagles definitely did not fly on that one. So hopefully it works out better for Pella Christian than in six. All right, let's move to Substate seven. Take a look at this one. This is the one with A H S T W. As I look at this, this is I'll go to high school. Tiger Woods is number one in that one. 19 and two. Van Meter's in there. Eddieville's in there. Des Moines Christian. We got any upsets? What do you guys see? Are the Vikings going to make their way through? I'm going to go Eddieville in this one. Okay. 19 and 2. This is uh, kind of their year. They kind of built this team up for the last three years. So I'm going EDF on this one. Did you say that uh, Eddieville is the best dunking team in 2A? By far. They all, they, <laughs> They, uh, like I said, I think every guy in their lineup can dunk except for the point guard. Um, well, they can but, dunk. I'm picking them too. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta go, Eddie Bill. I'm taking Van Meter. Ooh. Uh, really, really, uh, athletic group of kids who've had a lot of success in a lot of different sports. And I think this is open enough 
of a of a collection of teams that um, just their their winning tradition um, can lead them through. I, I watched them play Newton on Tuesday night, and I was I was really impressed with their athleticism, and uh, they're a good team. Wow, that'll be that'll be a fun one then. Keep an eye on seven as you move through. Mm-hmm. Couple couple good teams in that one that uh, have a chance to mix some things up. So keep an eye on seven as you go through two way substate seven. Let's move to eight. This is the one with Central Lions wow. in the top spot. Eight, eight, 18 and one. Yeah. Underwood. Underwood gonna give them a run. West Sioux. West Sioux was going to be my maybe upset. I just don't, they don't have the athleticism. Okay. Central no. line. Central Lions going through. So do they have most of their guys back from last year, Tom? Central Lion? Yeah. Yes. They've got, uh, and they've got, they've got, I mean, two of those kids are going to play in D1 football. One's going to play D2 basketball, but uh, I mean, they're, they're really athletic. Um, yeah. So yeah, nobody's, uh, Nobody's going to mess with them up there, I don't think. Yeah, I saw them play at the state tournament last year. I think they took out Pella Christian. They are freaky athletic. Yeah, They're fun they, to watch. They got runner-up last year. Yeah. yeah they've had a good uh, good program, good team. Things been cruising up there. Tom, it's it's strange to see Boyden Hall sitting at 8-13. and 13. Um, We're going we're gonna to see the rise again, or what's the story there? I don't know. I just know that this, you know, maybe every school goes through it sometime. This is a just a – they graduated so many kids in the last two years that are, I mean, out playing college basketball, kids that have been playing varsity for four years. And I think they just got stuck with a year where a lot of kids with no experience. Yeah. It's always, it's always. Wouldn't it be fair Tom, to say though, too, in their league, uh, you, if you have just a slightly down year, you can tag double digit losses on pretty quickly. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So um no i'm I'm sure they'll be back that's a that's a basketball town yeah yeah that'll be it won't uh won't stay that way forever so well good so looking at a then central lion the clear favorite to come out of that one um and then once we as we said earlier once you get to once you get to the state tournament anything can happen so get there and then let's find out where everything shakes out and then uh go out and win a few games larson no i just uh i I know maybe you were going to get to this next but uh just uh tony couldn't be here tonight but i know uh you know i just think we should encourage everybody to get on his website at prep hoops and uh, he does little rundown and really nice capsules on each of the sub states and uh so hopefully you listen to this and then want to dig into some of his reading because uh he does really good work yeah that's uh you get a real good in-depth look at as far as what things are coming and the teams and what they have and who to look out for did he say that those are already out for sure by the time you're listening to this they're yeah. out um i think he was trying to get him out so it, as you know we we're recording this on sunday i think he's trying to get him out this afternoon um and so yeah jump make sure you jump over to prep hoops and get an opportunity to go through those breakdowns and where everything's at. Um, good insight. Obviously, a lot of those, especially as we talked about, um, you know, he's our, our eastern side of the state guy as well. And so he will be able to dive a lot deeper into those eastern side um, substates as well. And so definitely, definitely see what Tony's got over there. That would that would be great. And so good. All right, uh, gentlemen, as we take a look at this and go through um, – if you had to crown a 1A and 2A champion right now, who are you going with? Who's who's your champ after looking through these sub-states? Uh, we've said it a thousand times. Anything can happen when you get to the well, but you got to be making a prediction for me. Doug, what do you got? Who do you got winning 1A? Come on. You can't go with me first here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 1A, I will go uh, with, I don't think there's any really question, is there? Chris Larson, Christian. Chris, Chris Larson, I think that's, a, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Okay. I think that would be across the board. Yep. 2A, what do you got uh, What do you got there? 2A, I am going to go with, you put me on the spot here. I haven't broke down the, um, I'm going to go with the, <laughs> I'm stalling. I'm going to go with Monticello. 
And an Ooh, upset. Whoa. Oh. Let's go. Monticello Braves. What are we? Monticello. The Monticello Panthers. Let's go, Panthers. <laughs> wow. That, uh, okay. That, uh, that's good. I like that. They would, I imagine they're going to like the sound of that as well. So, all right, Tom, what do you got? 1A? Anybody Grandview. other than Grandview Christian? Grandview Christian, 2A Central Lion. They're finishing Central. it off this year. Central Lion gonna gonna uh, take care of business this year. Good, uh, Larson. What do you got? I don't even have think I have to say in one A. I do think they get it done this year though. And then two uh, A. Maybe this is a sentimental pick, and I know he's a buddy of a couple of ours. But I think I think Aaron Thomas up at Applington, Applington Parkersburg is gonna get it done this year. Um, just a lot of things going. His kid's a really good player. He's kind of grown up with this group. I think they'll be locked into to him um i just think uh you know living through that with your own kid i i, I think uh like i said maybe it's just my heart saying it but I, I feel like i've just i've watched them online a couple times and um i i think it's their year in, in a really good two-way field yeah that's awesome that's good all right adam what do you got uh 1a 2a uh, I got Chris Larson Christian, and I, uh, I, I just, I really hope that they we can have a AP and Rolling Story game at least sometime in that final, or excuse me, at state. Um, hopefully, it's in the finals because I think that'd be a great game. Um, and just so, just, just, just so I can mix it up a little bit, I'll go Rolling Story, and hopefully, we get that game, and uh, me and Coach Larson can watch it together, and. Uh, Reminisce about things, maybe, but uh, I'll go Rolling Story and uh, Grandview Christian. Like it, that's good. Um, so one A coaches do that. That would be yeah, that would be a good a good matchup for sure. And hopefully, like you said, things things align that way, and um, we'll be able to witness that. But um, yeah, one A. I I just don't think I, Grandview Christian. I you know I think it'll be Northland Grandview Christian again. I think Northland will give them give them a scare. I think the athletes take over um, just the way that the teams have gone on the road and beat this year. I think they get it done in one A. And then actually I was going rolling story too, Adam in in two A. But I was thinking and leaning maybe a little more towards rolling story Lake Mills in a surprise in the championship. Ooh. To uh, see what see what happens. Obviously, that would uh, mean a lot of things would have to shake out uh, for Central Line and AP not to be right there either. But um, let's go. Let's let's mix things up in, in 2A and let's see what happens. And so, and then uh, we'll get to 3A and 4A once those come out too, and break break those down a little bit more and get excited about that. But before we get out of here for tonight, what do you have, Uncle Larson? What's a little story time? Something that uh, has kind of maybe excited you or scratched your head that you want to talk about before we get out here tonight? Well, I think it's a great way to end tonight as we kind of are on the eve of 3A and 4A. We'll have all the teams up. I, uh, th th and I, I mean this not just as a, a shout out, but like kudos to the association for, for listening to a lot of different people um, and taking a step in the right direction. Sometimes we live in a world where it's just easy to keep doing the same thing over and over again. And I think some people are pretty frustrated. I, I think I can speak for Tom and some other people. It has been super fun to be on this committee um, and, and just be able to share some things and pay closer attention. And, and, and again, like we have no one sitting here has, has any vested interest in like in, in terms of selfishly that this is happening for us. I, I just, it feels really good to give back to a game that uh, you've loved for, for such a long time. And I think it's put us in such a better state. About some of those sub-states that we, we kind of mentioned, it is a little more divided. So it maybe was a little bit easier to make those picks. And I think we'll see the same thing when we have 3A and 4A picks. But this is kind of my one story. If you, if you are not one of those top eight teams, the goal for the tournament should not be that the 32 teams that, you know, got their own sub-state make the state tournament. That should not be the goal, and no one should think, like, this is a failure if 50% of them get it. Or that is not what it is. It's to reward the people 
who had the best re- regular season with the best path, the easiest path. That being said, it just worked out for me. I feel like the years I was most frustrated with my sub-state, we played our best basketball. So if you're not one of those teams, lace them up. Like everybody's zero and zero. This this puts it out here, but but the goal should not be that all 32 of those teams make state tournament. The goal should be is that everyone's fighting their tail off to go achieve your dream. And I just feel pretty passionately about this. I think the process has been great, but don't confuse that by now looking back and taking it statistically and thinking like, oh, it's a failure if the teams that were ranked higher don't make state. There you well, go. very well said. Very well said. I think that is is a very good point for these teams to kind of take a look at too. But also to one of your points, Larson, that you mentioned quite a bit even last year on the podcast was this is still postseason basketball. Go out and and make a big deal out of every single one of these games, and make a big deal out of getting a win in the postseason, regardless of where right. getting two wins or whatever it is. Yes, we all want to get to state. Yes, we all want to be state champions, but. There is a lot of fun and a lot of growth that happens along the way, too. And so if you have the ability to go out and um, make a sub-state final, then in- enjoy it. Enjoy the process. Don't get so consumed in in maybe trying to look forward or disappointed for not getting that state birth or whatever it was because a lot happens and these kids are going to remember these games no matter what. And be that team. Be that team to shock us all that none of us have even talked about in this but in two weeks, we're like, holy cow, they did it. Be that team and, and dare to dream a little bit. If you're a coach, if you're a parent, if you're a kid, dare to dream a little bit and have fun and, and play each possession like it's your last. Perfect way to end it. Boom. Have a great super week as we wrap up Super Sunday here on the Hoop Troop. As always, shooters shoot. <laughs>